The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So three weeks after Joe Biden became president of the United States and swiftly kiboshed the Keystone XL deal, new polling is out on what Albertans and other Canadians feel should happen next. Now, you know... The Premier Kenny has vowed to fight the move. He urged the federal government to implement trade sanction- sanctions against the U.S. He said at the very least, Ottawa should press the Biden administration to provide compensation to TC Energy and the Alberta government for the billions of dollars of costs incurred in the construction to date. Now, this new polling I've mentioned was done exclusively for Global News, and it suggests a majority of Canadians feel it is time to give up the fight to get the pipeline built. But what are Albertans saying? Let's find out with the CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs, Daryl Brooker. Daryl, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me on, Jalen. All right, let's start with the continued pressure to get the pipeline built. Um, I, I'm curious to know how this breaks down about what Canadians were saying, what Albertans were saying, Daryl. Well, Canadians uh, are pretty unanimous on this. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, the overall number is about uh, 12% or 18% of the population saying that's actually uh, 18%, feeling that the uh, the country just really needs to move on, um, that uh, the likelihood that uh, we're going to get any form of relief from the uh, the, um, uh, the Biden government is fairly remote. Now, I wouldn't say that that necessarily says that uh, the premier is wrong about uh, putting up the good fight, but uh, there's not a lot of people who are actually hopeful that will actually accomplish anything. And that includes people in the province of Alberta, where only 21% say that, uh, yeah, let's say that uh, we're, we're able gonna, we're going to be able to make any hay against, uh, against uh, Joe Biden's decision on Keystone. <laughs> Did that number surprise you at all? Because to me, I, you know, the Albertans, I always know they want to fight. Uh, they want to fight the fight. And I'm wondering if maybe they don't see this one as the good fight or necessarily uh, the one that they're going to get too far with. Is is that what it's telling you, do you think? Well, it, it suggests that, uh, you know, they don't feel confident that even if they do fight a good fight, that they'll win the inevitable victory. Yeah. So maybe they've suffered enough under the Obama administration previously, the first yeah. can- cancel Keystone. Uh, now that we've got the Democrats back in power, they all, they already know what the outcome is going to be relative to that. So maybe they're not that hopeful about a positive outcome, but also because they think there might potentially be another solution. And that's somehow finding a way to build infrastructure <laughs> within the country that could accomplish the same thing. And Daryl, I was really surprised by these numbers. What, 44% said that they would rather see Canada focus on building infrastructure within its own borders to transport refined Canadian oil and natural gas products to international markets. But in my mind, I, I look at, at, at the ongoing challenges or the challenges that we've had over the past number of years, and I think to myself, who's thinking that this is getting done? <laughs> Yeah, I know, and, and, and it is a, obviously a big problem. I mean, because when you get to, say, for example, whether or not people in Quebec are aligned yeah. with the uh, with the national opinion on that, the, the point is that they're not. And uh, their view is that we really need to move on to other priorities. But we've seen in lots of research that we've done over the years that when it comes to building pipelines, they're controversial in Canada, but majority opinion is still on in favor of, of building them. The problem is that there's a very motivated minority that's prepared to put up uh, uh, quite a quite an opposition and quite a yeah. fight to actually having them built, and you don't need a majority to always win. 
Mm, interesting stuff. Did it break down? Uh, you know, when you when you looked at the age groups of of respondents and their and and they and and how they responded to the questions, did did did, did that show you anything interesting? Yeah, and we've seen this in other research before as well, that older Canadians tend to have a more sympathetic uh, position when it comes to building infrastructure for oil and gas in Canada than younger Canadians. So, um, you know, there's a generational issue that's associated with with oil and gas. There's also a regional uh, aspect to it, and it's the one that we just described. Okay, before I let you uh, go, Daryl, and I, and I really appreciate it, I just want to cycle back around to uh, the relationship with with uh, the U.S. And um, <laughs> actually, you know what, you already touched on it, and I think, you know, I, I just think that um, I, I wonder how... Canadians are looking at this. I think they had great hopes and they thought, okay, well, a lot of folks thought that, uh, you know, Biden might be, uh, well, obviously different, but we knew, he said all along he was going to scrap Keystone, so it's not a huge surprise uh, when he actually did it. But I'm wondering if now Canadians are starting to question what the relationship is going to look like between Canada and the U.S. over the coming four years. Yeah, and I think that that really is the question, Jalen. Uh, it's, it's, uh, is the United States going to be a reliable partner? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, we may be able to, you know, put a, a, a happy face on it, and it's different from Donald Trump, who, by the way, Canadians universally disliked. Um, but uh, is, is the actual policy uh, profile going to be different? Are the outcomes going to be different? Are the benefits to Canada going to be mm-hmm. different? And uh, that remains to be seen. Always interesting stuff, Daryl. I appreciate your time. Thanks for this. Thank you. You betcha, Daryl Brooker, checking in this afternoon, this of Ipsos Public Affairs. So, 44% of respondents say they would rather see Canada focus on building infrastructure within its own borders to transport and refine Canadian oil and natural gas products for international markets. And I think, and, and, and again, that number jumped out at me because of of the history that that we have of trying to get this done in this country we we know the challenges now again the question was do you think it can get done no it uh it was you know would rather see us focus on this than that i'm just yeah and again you know polling questions you know depending on what they are um, you know, can come up with uh, some some interesting answers. I, I just find it surprising that maybe that that number being as high as it is, given, as I've said, the difficulty to get things done. Yeah, yeah, it would be great if we could get it done. Damn right, it would be great if uh, if we could get it done. But uh, again, I mean, look, look at the process that we've had over the past number uh, of years. So uh, when I asked about... Uh, the age breakdown. I thought you might find this interesting as well. Older people were more inclined to want Ottawa to develop more domestic oil sector infrastructure than younger people. Um, between the ages of 18 and 34, 35% said they want to see infrastructure built within Canada to transport oil and natural gas. That number rose to 45% when it came to respondents between the ages of 35 and 54, and 50% among those 55 and older. Um, and, you know, for those folks who said, you know, just want to focus on something different, you know, we have other things that we need to get done. Um, those between the ages of 18 and 34, 64, no, sorry, 46% said they would, uh, they would like to see Canada focus on other priorities. 
And then that number drops, of course, uh, in different age groups. But uh, interesting stuff. And it's been fairly quiet on um, on the Keystone XL front, you know, especially over the past couple of weeks, we know that the premier was, uh, you know, he, he, he came out swinging. Right, he came out swinging and uh, called uh, the scrapping of of the deal an affront um, uh, to you know the relationship between the two countries. As I mentioned, called for trade sanctions. Um, they're talking about you know possibly uh, going to court. Haven't heard much on that front, um, really, in about uh, a week and a half. So I'm wondering what, if anything, is happening there, and if we can expect to hear a little bit more. Uh, moving forward or has and and do you think um the kenny government has decided all right this is not a battle that that we can win and um so let's let, let's move on or do you want to see him continue to be in your face on this one Man, oh man, such a big kick in the butt, right? A huge kick in the butt for so many. Thousands of jobs gone. That project, uh, what, $1.5 billion of uh, you know taxpayers' money invested into it. Uh, we'll explore that a-, a little bit more. And what seems to be happening with the UCP government just after 3 o'clock with, uh, with Dwayne Bratt uh, from Mount Royal University because there have been, there's been some questions about some of the you know, reversals in decisions and and some of the decisions that have been made, you know, especially in the past week, week and a half, but that people are like, huh, you know, how did, what, what's going on? Why'd that just happen? And uh, so we'll, we'll explore that with Dwayne, Dwayne Brad just after three o'clock. We're going to take a break here coming up to 2.47. On the other side, uh, switching things up just a little bit, stick around, have a, a cool contest to tell you about.